BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. Hang on a second. (laughs) We've just been getting back out doing uh, shows with audiences again, and, uh, uh, you know, sometimes that part goes better than others. Uh, But also, there's some people that just, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming out to the show, but they probably don't understand what's happening right there. So it's, I say, uh, (laughs) my name is Doug and I love movies. And then instead of just yelling randomly, which you can save that for some other time, just, uh, you know, or don't participate. That's fine too. I, I totally get that. Not everybody wants to sing in public. But then it's just, this is Doug Loves Movies, and then we'll proceed as normal (laughs) from that. My name is Doug, and I love movies. Who is this lady over here that just went woo again? Hold your woos until any other time, except for when everybody's singing, this is Doug Loves Movies. Can you do that for me, miss? I don't think she can. (laughs) My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies! Yay, she did it! Awesome. Um, We're back. We're doing live shows and we're here with Eddie the Eagle at the American that's right, Kaka at the American Comedy Company. Ameri- that's what they should change their name to, American Comedy. American Comedy Show. <laughs> they won't do that. All right. Let me. I'm not in the right. I'm on the wrong end here. I, got, I grabbed a microphone over here. Just went off. 
You gotta, you gotta be on the correct end. Ooh, can I get a little more heat on this one? Poop, 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 poop. That doesn't mean yell out cacaw, lady. How drunk is this lady? Like, what are the odds that she's gonna make it through this whole show? Not good, right? Yeah, I don't think it looks good for you, but uh, here comes some coffee. Maybe you can sober up a little. Wait, that's not, where's that going? Oh, that's for one of my guests? Ooh, I like that. That's clever, one of my guests asked to have a drink placed. That is beautiful. That is the first time that's ever happened. I've been doing this podcast for 53 years. And that's the first time somebody approved that slick move. I really like it. I'm into it. Now I tell them to shut up backstage. I'm trying to do an intro for you guys out here. Keep it down, everybody. Especially the lady over there. Uh, let's see, what have I said so far? Oh, it's Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. And it's great to be back here at Sweet Hope San Diego! And I know why you're all here. It's for Doug Plugs. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. Let's do it. I'm gonna be back here this Saturday, at July 23rd at 4.20, doing this, uh, you know, again with a, a different lineup and maybe uh, no drunk lady in the audience. <laughs> and we're back at Dynasty Typewriter in LA on Sunday, August 14th at 4.20 for all of my dates and deeds. Oh, this is gonna be a mess. <laughs> for all of my dates and deeds, go to douglovesmovies.com. She's just over there like, what is happening? I don't know how to participate in all those weird things people were just yelling. I wanted her to say something right before this shh part happened. And then she would, she would think it was for her. But the timing wasn't exactly right. Uh, let's have a look in the prize bag, shall we? I brought a bag of crap and somebody's gonna win it tonight. The bag itself the bag itself is a beautiful tote from the uh, motion picture uh, Uncle Frank that was on, uh, I think it's on Prime, and it has a quote from Uncle Frank on it. You're gonna be the person you decide to be or you're gonna be the person everyone else tells you you are because you get to choose. Uncle Frank. <laughs> yeah, I don't, most people's Uncle Frank is a complete creep, I bet not helping you to decide, decide your life path. Also in the bag, this is the thing I'm excited about in this one because it's a copy of the, uh, the original comic that started uh, Snowpiercer. Uh, yeah, no one else is excited about it. <laughs> Who's here for Comic-Con this week? Who's going to Comic-Con? Let's get some Comic-Con excitement going. Hashtag SDCC. I'm having such a hard time with this mic stand. It's really fucking with me. Um, okay, also in the bag is a, a Doug Benson pin and some various like CBD products and a pair of pants that have the underwear built in. 
Yeah, I didn't want to wear them, but I got a few pairs of those, so I thought I'm going to pass those along to some lucky audience member. So somebody's going to get all that stuff tonight. And yeah, don't feel too bad if you don't get all that stuff tonight. Because it's just, it's just stuff I wanted to get rid of. That's basically what it is. Has everybody got their drink orders and whatnot? Because it's awful chatty in here. Just keep the chatter down a little bit, everybody. I'm trying to conduct a serious trivia program. <laughs> Are you ready to meet our guests tonight? Oh boy, oh boy. I'm always excited about the people I can get to participate in this because they're also at Comic-Con. Please give it up, everybody, for Mark Ellis, Dan Peralt, and Leonard Malton! Might be fun for you. All right, let's meet them. They're also nice and polite and quiet, which is exciting <laughs> in and of itself. Nobody's just jumping on the mic and uh, yapping right away. Thanks but for having me, that's Doug. That's probably, you know. I was going to say, maybe Mark's microphone wasn't on. Maybe that's why he wasn't uh, talking already. And I love that you got a beer delivered to your seat, Mark. That's, that was, that's Leonard's beer. That's Leonard Malton's going to chug a 394 ale tonight. I don't think that's going to happen. All right, I'll drink it then. <laughs> All I right. mean, if somebody needs to drink it, that's why I'm not here to win. I'm not here to provide laughs. I'm here to drink beer while Leonard Malton and Dan Peralt maybe play the finest round of Doug Loves movies that we've ever seen in history. Wow, you're like, a, you're like a commentator from inside the show. Like if, like if one of the guests just went Howard Cosell all of a sudden. Old reference. All right, so, oh shit. Things are falling over already. Oh my goodness. Um, I thought we were going to get through the day without a Howard Cosell reference. I know, you yeah. want to get through most days without a Howard Cosell yes, reference. Yeah. But here we are, Leonard. Here we are in sweet home San Diego where I'm going to individually introduce my guests now. I said all their names at the top, but it's nice to talk to you one at a time. Especially for the listeners, they like to figure out who's who, especially when you have all white men night. <laughs> it's nice to try to differentiate a little bit. Yeah, finally white men, finally. <laughs> And one of the finest white men out there, he's doing the good work that needs to be done by white men. It's Mark Ellis, everybody. Oh, it's good to be back in San Diego. And Doug, I have a feeling you have a question for me, but I have a comment for you and your gift bag. I wasn't made aware that the guests were no longer bringing gifts. And so I brought a little addition to the gift bag, if that's okay. It's totally okay, I brought crap. Good. <laughs> because I didn't just spend $30 at a San Diego gift shop for nothing. So, I got people what you need the most at any comic book convention. I got a San Diego fanny pack. Whoa. City of San Diego. We can put that in there. Beautifully, oh, it's not embroidered. Oh, it, sorry. It's, <laughs> Leonard is gonna shit on every gift that I brought. Your father would have embroidered it. Um, and then I also brought, now look, I know that Doug is against recreational drugs, but I also happen to have a cannabis refrigerator magnet. 
That's right. There you go. Same gift shop, or was that a separate purchase? It was right next to the fanny pack, okay. and that's why it was purchased. You can put your little cannabis magnet in your fanny pack, but you can't put your fanny pack in your cannabis magnet. Well, ne next door, I walked into Ben and Jerry's first. I was like, hey, do y'all do gift cards? And they're like, not physical ones. And I'm like, maybe an e-gift card? They're like, you need the email address. And I'm like, this is too much work already. I'm going to get high, then I'm going to buy a cannabis magnet, then I'm going to buy a fanny pack, and now I'm here. The you movie's coming out this fall. You did it, Mark Ellis. Thank you. Yes. And you've also got, uh, might as well start plugging it now. You're going to record a new special this year? At the end of the year, yeah. Recording a special in Los Angeles. It's just a stone's throw north. And uh, I'm also going to be here tomorrow night. So if y'all get bored, I'm right here on this very stage with hopefully this many people. I don't know. It sounds like they're going, Doug. Oh, yeah. Every one of these people's at this point thinking they're coming back tomorrow night. <laughs> How many actually will follow through on that? We will uh, we'll have to wait and see. You got some good support acts on the show with you? Uh, I do. I got a lot of great support. I have uh, my friend Kyle Lewis, a great comic in New York City. Ken Knapsack from right here in Los Angeles. Coy John Drew is hosting. Danny Fernandez is going to pop in, do a Q&A. It's going to be a good time. Maybe Leonard Malton and Dan Peralt show up. <laughs> I bought tickets. I did. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. W w <laughs> Could that have been free, or do you think that... You totally think, free, okay, yeah. All right, well, shit. Yeah, you didn't have to buy those yeah. tickets, I don't think. You know what, Doug? Give me the fanny pack. I owe you one fanny pack, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. No, I'm not giving back the fanny pack. It's a good fanny pack. It's staying with me, Mark Ellis, and thank you for being here. It's what I'm here for. Also joining us, this worked out beautifully, the alphabetical order thing because we save our new guest for last. Also joining us, a regular on this program, everybody loves him. It's Leonard Malton, everybody. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Jeez, three years? Is it really three years since we last sat here? I think so, this? yes. That's, it's just, it blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, because we did it for several years running, Mm -hmm. And uh, and it was it's always been fun, always a great audience, a, a, a fun show to do, and and I get great feedback from people. I mean, you, you know, your fans are legion. As sure. I hope you know. Yeah. And then came this thing, this pandemic thing. Yes. This threw us all. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> threw us all off course, way way off course. Yeah, it was fucked. <laughs> 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 but we're crawling back. Has it not been two weeks? Has it been longer than two weeks? Just me? Yeah, how great. Would, that would have been cool if you could have, like, you know, taken a, like, gone into a coma, like, right at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> Still probably shouldn't come out quite yet. No, <laughs> no. But, you know, maybe in a little while it'll be yeah. safe to come out of your coma. <laughs> Don't wake him yet. <laughs> Don't wake me up. Things are still shit. Just in a but coma. I, <laughs> so I'm still in the habit of bringing something for the Yes, gift I, bag. I guess I got to remember to tell people don't, don't bring something. But then again, this is going to be a tremendous uh, well, This is my latest book. So I get to plug my latest book called Starstruck. <laughs> and it's an actual hardcover book. Yeah, that is really something. I haven't hold, held one of these in a while. 
I, I'm going to put it down before it burns my hand. <laughs> uh, but that is available in stores as we speak, Leonard? Yes. Excellent. And you have big uh, Comic-Con plans? I'm doing a panel Friday at 4 o'clock, uh, which we've done before. It's my called, and I. If You Hate Leonard Malton, no. please come to this panel. No. No, don't. Please no, no, scream no. at Leonard. That's not the premise. No, it's called You're Wrong, Leonard Malton. Oh, You're Wrong, Leonard Malton. And it's an invitation for people to come and uh, in good spirits. Not yeah, don't spirits. be like, you asshole. Just be like, <laughs> I disagree. I think Face Off is a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just guessing that Leonard probably gave it about two and a half stars. <laughs> and we debate that. Yeah. I love it. That's such a fun premise, and you've done that uh, a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, and, and we've had fun doing it. So, yeah. so uh, that's Friday afternoon? Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. Yeah, go check it out, everybody, if you have And I'm uh, also speaking tomorrow morning ooh. Uh, as William Shatner is putting You're going to do a William Shatner impression? Yes, I am. No. <laughs> Leonard, don't. You'll get killed. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Gremlins 2, the new batch. Wait, were you doing, was that William Shatner or William Shatner pretending to be Leonard Maltin? That was a gremlin doing a William Shatner impression. <laughs> oh, I see. Because that is still, to this day, Leonard Maltin has appeared in very few films. Usually mm -hmm. famous film critics are big sellouts, <laughs> and they'll show up in anything, but... Uh, you were only in Gremlins 2, The New Batch. And I'm in one faux documentary. Yeah. Uh, What's that called? It's called... Um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. You've already lost a point. <laughs> the games are starting early. It's called Forgotten Silver. And it was made by a fellow named Peter Jackson. Oh, okay. Wow. And That's it's, a really, it's a really cool film. But it's, it's like a serious doc about... Well, I don't want to tell you too much oh, about oh, it. Oh, okay. Except that, except that it's worth checking out. Forgot, I, forgotten silver. I just heard documentary Peter Jackson, and I just wondered if Leonard Malton just stumbles into the room where the Beatles are recording for a second, <laughs> and then just pieces right back out. Just, oh, well, if you want it to be that way, it can be. If I show up to the Leonard Malton is wrong, will you settle the debate Gizmo versus Baby Yoda? Oh, no, I'm not stepping in that. <laughs> I'm not stupid. No, very smart man. Yeah, that's an interesting one because, you know, of course, uh, the great uh, filmmaker of the Gremlins motion picture, Joe Dante, uh, you know, he saw Baby Yoda in an interview said that it's, you know, it's a ripoff of Gizmo. And I mean, that's like, that's like Gizmo's claiming, like sticking a flag in cute and saying, you know, nothing else can be cute or it will be a ripoff. Because, uh, you know, they're just both adorable. And uh, Baby Yoda does look like, if Baby Yoda looked more like Gizmo, I'd, I'd argue that, it, but he looks like Yoda as a baby. So that's where I'm at, Joe Dante. But I don't want to argue because Gizmo and Baby Yoda are two of the best things that ever happened to uh, the moving image. What if you feed Baby Yoda after midnight? What happens? <laughs> I don't know, but there was that one episode where Baby Yoda was using the force to try to get snacks. <laughs> it was so fucked up. I it was that. like, I could just see Obi-Wan Kenobi just shaking his head. Like, what the <laughs> kind of fuck use is that for the 
the force. He's trying to make Oreos slide across the table. <laughs> also, Baby Yoda's priorities are pretty fucked up. If, yeah. if all he cares about is snacking. Our next guest. <laughs> Seemed like a natural time to move on. Also, they play the uh, music so loud during the announcement at the beginning, you probably didn't hear the no photography part person who's sitting there <laughs> clicking away. That's his girlfriend. Oh. I Which one of us is his girlfriend? <laughs> I have a girlfriend? <laughs> no, but she, yeah, Dan's girlfriend can take pictures. All right, and let's, <laughs> and let's meet him, shall we? It's Dan Peralta, everybody. Everybody. Uh, creator of American Vandal, you may have seen on the Netflix streaming service, but enough about them, <laughs> because now he has a show on Paramount Plus called Players. How's it going, Dan? Thanks it's, for doing this good, show. It's good, Doug. Thank you very much. I didn't bring you a gift, but I, I really wish I did. And could I get you the Ben & Jerry's digital gift card? Would that be... Would, would you permit me to send that to you? To send me one? Yeah. I guess so. I don't, you know, <laughs> I, like, I like Ben and Jerry's okay, but I'm not, I don't really. Is there a better ice cream place for you specifically? That Are you a salt and straw <laughs> no. or cold stone? No, because I'm not, you know, there isn't one, any of those things near my house. <laughs> and when I'm, when I'm out in the world, I just have like regular meals. I don't just go have ice cream everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I'm more likely to have a Ben and Jerry's out of a tub, you know, one of those little pints yeah. that you get at the store with the fun, fun names and a thousand ingredients. And sometimes you're, you're paying into some sort of charity, I guess. Yeah, you would be excellent at coming up with the names. When I listen to this podcast, your, your pun skills are uncanny. Oh, yeah, I should come. I should call Ben, Ben and David and... Uh, <laughs> That's Ben David Grabinski, the director you're oh, thinking of. Oh, right. And, but also there's that Ben and David's is that thing where they send you fruit every month. Really? I think that's what it's that's called. That's why I've never heard of it. It's like, a, you know, it's like one of those Christmas dodges where you like, instead of buying something meaningful for somebody, you just get them, they get a box of prunes every month. Yeah, but from for like dudes. For like a year. You're, I'm not getting fruit from dudes named Ben and David. <laughs> You know, some of these old school uh, companies that stick with the names of the people that, uh, you know, started it. No, Adam and Eve, those were fruit eaters. <laughs> <laughs> Eve took it a little too far, but they, they still liked fruit. I would not eat Adam and Eve candy. <laughs> Unless I was in a garden. Then that would be the perfect setting. I'm telling you, don't. Do, there's one tree, do not do it. It's not good. Original the apples sin. were good. The, the they candy, were definitely the good. candied <laughs> apple tree. Uh, Dan, how many episodes of the players program did you do, and there are they all there now on Paramount Plus? We got eight episodes out now. Nine comes out tonight at midnight. Uh, we will be playing it here. Um, that's not true. Um, <laughs> but uh, finale's next week, so we got a, a week left. Uh, also, you can download, or we can get a. There's a code players, all caps that if you type in, you get a month free of Paramount Plus. So, uh, yeah, go watch it and watch it for free, I suppose. Yeah, get that free month. Watch all of Players. Maybe, you know, a couple other things. Beavis and Butthead. Yep. There's a new Beavis and Butthead movie. The Offer. The Offer. The Offer. Is, uh, it's, it's a, 
I don't think it's a great show, but I just love what it's about. Uh, right? <laughs> so the it's offer, is, have any of you guys seen it? Yes. It's, it's, Some it's have, a ten sure. part. It's a 10 hour long miniseries or limited series. Who came up with that expression? I, it's limited to what? <laughs> there, uh, Limit, it's limited until people love it, then we'll make it unlimited. That's right. <laughs> but <laughs> it's the story of the making of The Godfather. Yeah. 50 years ago, it was told through the, uh, uh, the point of view of Albert Ruddy, who produced the film, who really done nothing of that scale before. He had done one television show, and he got the opportunity to get in on the, the, the ground floor of something that became very, very big. And uh, uh, he's played by uh, Miles Teller. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, it's a oh. very well cast show. Yeah. And, it's and, and this uh, British actor, Matthew Good, plays Robert Evans. And does him and to he it. He is good. He is fantastic. Yeah, it's he's a, very it's entertaining. A, it's a very watchable performance. Very, very funny. Is it real though? I mean, it feels like the winning time. You know, like I, I'm a basketball fan, so yeah. I watch Winning Time, and I'm like, they get I, everything wrong on that show, right? I mean, it, I love the subject matter, but I'm like, ah, it didn't happen. But this is fun. We're all having a good time. Apparently, everything in, in the offer is true. Really? Yes, I just read a book called uh, Leave the Gun, Take the Cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, about the making of The Godfather. And it, and it verifies almost everything in that miniseries. Huh. All right, we got to watch it tonight, Dan. Guys, Paramount Plus Marathon, every single piece of content they have. <laughs> yeah, I think you can get in everything they have. They say it's a mountain of entertainment at it's Paramount Plus. <laughs> but I think you can get it all in, especially if you don't sleep in the 30-day free trial. <laughs> I think you can watch all of Paramount Plus and then fucking dump it like bad stock. Sell, sell, sell. Until they do something else I like and then I'll, I'll give the same pitch again. I mean, that's, that's the game we're playing now with the streamers is yeah. you know, when they have something you want to see, sign up for that free trial. I'm and, telling you, man, you Players know. is worth it. I've seen it, it's oh, fantastic. I watch players, and then I put on an episode of Yellowstone to walk me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep every time. I started doing drugs during the pandemic, though, Doug. What? I started doing edible. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> For Takes who? the edge right off the blow. It's great. <laughs> Love it. You just mean that you've found, like, very low dosage uh, edible products that you enjoy having and feeling, feeling a little crazy. Yeah, I pop a couple of them, and then, then I turn into Baby Yoda. Because, like, if I want the third one, I just try to, nope. Then I just pass out. It's great. Ten milligrams, I'm out. What's it take you? Hundreds? Yes. <laughs> Ten milligrams. <laughs> I have a gummy bear before bed. <laughs> I can't argue it. That's the senior, you know. I'm, I'm just the freshman. Happy to be on the team. Wait, you gonna be a freshman? Hey, look, I'll do four tonight. So 40 milligrams? No, I'm splitting them in half, and I'm calling two four. That still seems like a bump up from your regular uh, regimen. So, Gonna be fun. So I'm proud of you. You're gonna have a good time at Dan and I's hotel room by SeaWorld. I got an Airbnb, actually, but yeah, sure. Let's... I got you a hotel key. Oh, shit, man. Because I got <laughs> tickets to your show, and then you, that's how you reward me. The tickets to the show are going in the gift bag. Let's okay, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that was the part of the show where we meet all the guests. <laughs> 
and we make up our minds about them. We have our ideas, but everybody's doing great so far. But here's where the first curveball comes. Oh boy. It's not really that big a deal. It's time to visit Recommendation Nation. That's where I ask each one of my guests to recommend one movie and one movie only that you think people would enjoy or for whatever reason you want to recommend it to them. We're going to go alphabetically again, so we'll start with Mark Ellis. <sighs> Look, I want to recommend Thor Love and Thunder or Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of the Thing, but I haven't gotten to talk publicly about Top Gun Maverick yet. Mm. <laughs> and I feel like I need to do it right here. Top Gun Maverick is not only the greatest movie of all time, Whoa. It might be the greatest, it might be the greatest invention from humanity. It's like the wheel is three, fire is two, Top Gun Maverick number one. It's so goddamn good, Doug. It is. It, right? It is. That's Leonard Malton saying it's good. Yeah, now you start clapping. Yeah. Did you see it, Doug? They should put that, the quote, those quotes in the ads. It's goddamn good, Mark Ellis. <laughs> Yes, it is good. Leonard Malton. <laughs> you guys have America. Even, America hasn't even heard this podcast yet, and they're fired up to see Top Gun. I haven't seen it yet. I've been... I know, right? I know. It's, uh, it's been one of those things where... Uh, <laughs> I, um, I don't, the hype has just gotten so far out of control. Look at how excited the eagle is. That... <laughs> That I'm not, I'm not anxious to have conversations with people about how it's not as great as they think it is. That's, that's fair. I can't stand. But this movie seems to have gotten less of that than a lot of other movies that come out opening weekend. Oh, everybody's yeah. raving about it. No, people, uh, when I push back, people are like, yeah, I just loved it. What can I say? I loved it. Yeah. But I think that's because you love watching men fly planes around. <laughs> and Accurate. I don't, that's not like a thing I'm that into. You know, I'm not, I'm not really... I, I, it's not a genre I care about. I mean, is there ever, other than Top Gun, has there ever been any other notable, I mean, there's some black and white ones. Didn't mean to just gesture to you when I said that. <laughs> there's some real old shit, Leonard. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there used to be Squadron, own, Flying Squadron used to be the name of every other movie for a I, while. I, I own all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, you know, flying yeah. aces, I think, right. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Leonard, but I believe all the Iron Eagle movies are in Technicolor. <laughs> yes, the Iron Eagle's a terrible example. Yeah, it's not great. You know, but it, it, Doug, it, there's so much that this movie does that, it, I mean, the, the aviation is like next level. But yeah. Just actually watching the story and you're caring about the characters, the mentor, the mentee, the sort of like the, the, the fallen father, the son trying to look up to the guy who man, killed him, let's be honest. And it's just, there's so much in there. <laughs> I saw the movie. I immediately applied to the Navy. Haven't heard back. <laughs> I went to the Scientology Center. They were more receptive. And... <laughs> Then I had to duck out of there because I had to go to the hospital because it had been erect for five hours. So it was a good day. Can I just say that I met Mark in person the first time two months ago after the Doctor Strange thing. And you seemed distracted when I met you. And it's because you were thinking about Top Gun Maverick. You literally said, man, I'm just, I just wish Doctor Strange were Top Gun Maverick. I just need to see that movie again and again. I know where I am right now. I know the town. <laughs> I know the weekend. It's Comic-Con. I saw Top Gun Maverick like 36 hours before I saw Doctor Strange. And the whole time I'm watching the things jump through the verses. 
<laughs> you know, oh my God, that's Mr. Hoop. I'm just thinking about Maverick. <laughs> you got to see it. I see it in You're the You're just in love with Maverick. Pretty much. Yeah. All Make right. no bones about it. Why did you like it, Leonard? I liked it a lot. I mean, I, I'm I not said a why. Why? <laughs> why did I like it? <laughs> it's just a tightly Good. constructed. No, it's well. It's fun. a well. It's a well-made film. Unlike most other movies that have come out the past year or so, it's not ridiculously mm. overlong. Yep. Oh, okay. Know, that checks a huge box for Leonard when something's a reasonable right. length. It, it's in black and white, too, Doug. Right. No way. No. The, the Chrome edition. I would, I, would, I would love to see at least one black and white movie in IMAX just for the fuck of it. Just, just huge black and white movie on the screen. That's Nolan's next play. It's like, you don't want to come to the theater to see my movie? Now it's in black and white. Wait a minute. Oh, I thought you said next he was going to do a play. <laughs> That's his next play. Christopher Nolan doing a play. You have to see this in the theater. It's like, dude, we know. It's a yeah, play. Yeah, we can't watch it at home. It's a play. We get it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, so he's, you're sticking your neck out. Mark Ellis is sticking his neck out and recommending, in case anybody here has not heard of it or is wondering if it's any good, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Leonard Maltin, recommend any movie except for Top Gun Maverick. That'd be really disappointing if you wanted the same one. No. Marcel the Shell with shoes oh, on. Oh, Jenny Slate. A really, really good movie that That's what is deceptively saying. simple. Yes, it's just a little fucking shell that talks. Its <laughs> lips don't even move. But it, it's, it's so charming, and, and it's a very disarming film. It ends up being about more than you expect it to be. Uh, and Jenny Slate is terrific, uh, you know, inhabiting that character. And her grandmother, her nana, is voiced by Isabella Rossellini, oh. and who is just the most endearing character. And uh, yeah, she I, has I, a very I love sweet the voice film. now that you mention yeah. it. I, lo I love the film. Marcel, the shell with shoes on. Yep. Expanding every weekend. Uh, it's an A24 picture. Yep. In theaters. In theaters. And I and go I see it I, if I you do can. I do recommend people go to see it in a theater because somehow I think if you see it on television, you sort of receive it as the same way you do uh, uh, you know kid TV. Uh, uh, right, it feels like it's for children it, if it's on TV. Exactly. It, it, huh. it, it, it won't stand out as much. And seeing it in the theater, bigger than life, you know, darkened theater, uh, with a simpatico audience, preferably, uh, it's, it's, it's magical. Yeah, I hear it's like the way it's shot is beautiful, too. Like yeah. The, just the way the yep. shots are framed and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the shell actually flies F-18s. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't give away spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the movie. It's really yeah. good. I'm still mad at Marcel the Shell for getting goose killed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was Iceman's jet wash. Anyway, we're getting off track. <laughs> well, these are two terrific recommendations so far. Dan, what, have you, uh, what would you like to add your first, first recommendation on Douglas movies? First rec is going to be Ambulance by Michael Bay. Whoa! Oh! 
It is everything you expect and a little bit more, maybe a lot more. Um, Gyllenhaal's on a 10 the entire time. It doesn't go off that. There is a car chase in which the chase gets called off by the police chief because his dog is accidentally in the cop car. And he's like, call it off, my dog's in there. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get... You get the 360 hero shots, but it's the whole movie, so there are some fairly casual conversations that are just spinning around, like, what's for dinner? I don't know, I'll meet you at six. Yeah, Mikey Bay likes to keep yeah. that camera moving. <laughs> he does. And uh, he can make, there's no reason why every shot doesn't, can't be exciting and, and, and moving, you know? Like, why have a scene of just people talking? Exactly. It's every shot. It's every shot, literally. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen any of these films yet, and I want to see all three of them. Have you been to a movie theater at all? I have. I have seen a few things in a theater, but I, you know, I'm more selective about it. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a timing issue. You know, I'll, I'll f- try to find a theater where you know nobody else has purchased a ticket, yeah. <laughs> so I can slip in and just watch a you know private screening, mm-hmm. which is you know easier to do these days, sadly. But the big movies are just, I, I'm just more, I'm more resolved to like, I can wait a few weeks. Like I haven't seen Thor yet either. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was weird seeing Top Gun. I saw Top Gun three times before <laughs> it came out. And then, and then it came out and I went like the first show, opening day Thursday. And it was worth getting COVID because <laughs> after the movie, you had like grown adult strangers just hugging each other. <laughs> Because they, they, like, there's a lot of spoilers you could give away that I won't now, but it's like you, you just you wanted to find somebody else that just witnessed it. So you'd just have, hey, hey, man, dude, did you see that? What the, dude, right? And then they would just like hug and like salute. It was awesome. I got to talk to some more women about this movie and see if any of them, are, 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 are women broing out over this thing that hard? I guess there is a lot of handsome dudes in that movie. And they're, yeah, they play, yeah. Uh, they play volleyball. It's good to see Wilson back on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Ambulance is Dad's recommendation. And yeah, I want to see that for its just nonstop, uh, nonstopness. And uh, Top Gun Map. Oh, I should have wrote this shit down. Um, but those are all three uh, terrific recommendations. And. Uh, are we ready to play some games? Yeah. Well, good, because we're going to do that right after the break. We'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back! 
Lots of uh, impressive name tags in the audience, and we uh, picked three of them during the break. Mark is playing for Joe Mama from the train, and Leonard is playing for Pretty Womanthony, and <laughs> Dan is playing for jazz Men in Black, Jasmine in Black. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he'll win... Um, uh, Leonard Malton's book and uh, all that junk I brought and um, and <sighs> Mark Ellis's sweet sweet fanny pack. <laughs> it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to the city of San Diego. Yeah, I mean it is really nice. When, during the time it was in my hands, it almost became See? mine. I almost kept it. More zippers than first meet the eye. Take that many, as you how will. many meet the eye at first? I mean, it's it's a top of the line <laughs> fanny pack, and exactly why I don't let my guests bring stuff anymore because we're talking about <laughs> fanny packs, and this is not Doug loves things you wear around your waist that have the word fanny in them. This is Doug loves movies. Let's play some games. Okay. Oh, this first game. Oh man. It's called Characters Welcome. You can applaud for it if you want. <laughs> you don't have to. There was just one person clapping, and I, I, I felt like that, that person really uh, needs, to, uh, needs to get some credit for getting a, an applause break going. And, and you did it, sir or ma'am, whoever it was. It was a very shy clap. That might have been uh, Marcel. <laughs> Leonard, do we ever get to see Marcel without the shoes? Uh, that's not up to me to decide. Oh. Ooh, that's a I, good answer. I, I, thought you you saw, I thought you saw the movie. <laughs> 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 I mean, I didn't mean someday. I meant in the film. But again, I know you're not, you're not into spoilers, so there's no reason to uh, tell us what happens to the shoes, if anything. Bunch of barefoot dudes in that football scene in Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> football? They play football now, yeah. Volleyball's so 80s, dude. <laughs> what do they play, like uh, flag football? No, man, it's, uh, I don't they know. Really it's touch. each other? Yeah, it's kind of shove. It gets physical. Shove football? Yeah. It's like point break. You only can tackle if you're tackling into the actual ocean. That's the rules. Well, here's the rules of this game. <laughs> characters Welcome is a game where I'm going to list off characters, the different roles that were in a film that you'd see in the end credits of the movie, going from, you know, the bottom towards the more notable characters. And you can, each of you can guess, everyone on stage can guess as often as they'd like, but the first person to jump in with the actual title of this film that I'm thinking of will be the winner of this game. There's still much more to come after that. <laughs> Holy shit, that would be so lame if that was the only... <laughs> we just did that and went, thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> Name one, John Q. <laughs> All right. Like I said, you can guess as often as you want. Uh, one of the credits at the end of this movie is Restaurant Patron. <laughs> Matt Damon. 
Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, another character in this movie is called Office Worker. So we've got a restaurant patron and an office worker. Can you think of any movies that have offices and restaurants in them? When Harry Met Sally comes to mind because that's the all-time best restaurant patron, but I don't remember an office scene specifically. Right, yeah, and that wouldn't, she wouldn't be this, she'd get a better credit than right. restaurant patron. She, her credit's probably like the I'll have what she's having lady. <laughs> <laughs> Lady in Delhi, I think, is probably what her credit is. And that, of course, is Rob Reiner's uh, mother. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. That's one of the funnest trivia facts. That's, yeah. a, that's a great, fun fact. Stealing that to <laughs> We all had so much fun with it. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of like letting the moment last, you know, because it, it was so fun. <laughs> I bet you no millennials even know what when Harry Met Sally is. Uh, it's my uh, girlfriend's favorite movie. It's, it's her, it's her yeah. favorite? Okay. Yeah. Well, she's, uh, sh she went out of her way to find a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Most people's favorite movie is, you know, uh, Princess Diaries 2. Princess Diaries Maverick. <laughs> All right, here's one that might help. There's a character in this movie that they refer to as the blonde. Was that Reese Witherspoon's credit in Legally Blonde? Oh, that'd be fun if they didn't call her Elle Woods in the credits. They were just like, that blonde, that blonde woman. I'm gonna make an attempt with uh, Matthew McConaughey. What is it you're guessing? It's a, we're looking for... Oh, I see, because that makes sense. It's not the roles he's played, it's the roles that are all in one movie. Wait, we're guessing the, the performer, right? No, we're guessing the name of the movie. The name of the movie. That has that... all of these characters. Thanks for having me, everybody. <laughs> see, ya. see you later. I thought it was like Two a, somebody... beers and two gummy bears and you can't follow shit. At, at the rate Doug is going, we'll be here at four in the morning and still not yet to a real character name. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be some real ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just wait. This is how it happens for the smaller parts. There's a lady in it that they just call Sylvia. Okay. Mm. No last name. I'm gonna go with Office Space. That's a terrific guess. It's not correct. It was better than Matthew McConaughey though, wasn't it? <laughs> So much better, so much more in the uh, in the ballpark. You were you were actually in Petco Park rather than standing outside looking at it. <laughs> Doctor Dreyfus. There's a Doctor Dreyfus in this film. I don't know if anyone in the audience knows it yet. I don't see anybody whispering to each other, but by all means, keep it quiet if you do know. There's also a character named Joe Dobish. Great last name. They, they are great character names. Dr. Dreyfus and Joe Dobish. Yeah. Dreyfus and Dobish. I think you're really gonna like this next one, Dan. Jeff Sheldrake. Hmm. 
Jeff Sheldrake. I definitely appreciated the specificity <laughs> of the name. Uh, Fletch. Another terrific guest from Mark Ellis. An actual film title. <laughs> There's a restaurant in an office. C.C. Baxter. Oh, the apartment. The apartment is uh, correct. Leonard Maltin is king. <laughs> king of movies. Very good. I should have gotten it from Sheldrake. Cause Sheldrake is such a, yeah, I always thought that that name was really uh, Fred McMurray plays. I didn't even know his first name was Jeff. That's such a funny kind of mild first name for like mm -hmm. the, the villain of the piece. And mm -hmm. Sheldrake is a scary, like if you had a boss named Sheldrake, uh, <laughs> you probably would let him harass you too much. And then um, uh, Fran Kubelik yeah. was the name of the character played by uh, Shirley MacLaine. Who has the great classic uh, closing line in the film, Shut Up and Deal? Mm -hmm. Shirley MacLaine, who's just turned up in um, Only Murders in the Building. Yes! Very uh, exciting to see the, her the there. Season, yeah. And that show is so fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we did it. We got ourselves a winner. It's Mr. Leonard Malton. What, what does he win? I'll tell you. He gets to go first in the next game. Take that. <laughs> Take that, everybody. <laughs> and we're, with this game, we're going to go back to a classic. I was inspired by Comic-Con. Uh, this game, back in the day, used to be called uh, Lincoln or Bane. But now it's called Pain and Bane. Because I've changed it a little bit. I'm going to say a quote. You'll go first, Leonard. I'll say it to you, and then you'll tell me if it was common sense author Thomas Paine. Uh, uh, the villain Bane from Dark Knight Rises. Or neither. Neither. So this... Uh, thing I say is going to be Thomas Paine, Bane, or neither, Paine or Bane or neither. And if Leonard misses it, then Mark's going to get to guess with the two remaining options. If he misses, then Dan's going to get the dreaded Sam Levine hates it, the gimme point, where you just get a point for just sitting there and remembering the third choice that didn't get mentioned. And whenever someone gets one right, then uh, the next round, the person next to them will get to go first. But I'll, I'll walk you through all of it. And uh, are you ready for this first one, Leonard? I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> I really do. <clears throat> Here we go. He who does not... <laughs> oh, yeah, did I, I should have mentioned I'm going to do it I'm, I'm using Bane's voice. For all of them, right? We don't know what pain sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> he who does not offend cannot be honest. Leonard Balton. Pain, Bane, or neither? Pain. You're saying Thomas Pain? 
Yeah. Author of Common Sense. Yeah. This is the only credit I have for him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going Thomas Paine on that one? Yeah. You'd be correct. That is Thomas wow. Paine. Congratulations, Leonard. Circa 1775. Yeah, right. around that time, roughly. Uh, so Leonard's on the board. He's got one point. So you really need to step up here, Mark, and tell me. It's my first chance. Yeah, that's why you really need to step up here. All right. I'm just saying, there's no, this game's not that long for you to fuck around. <laughs> you need to step up right now. Dan's over there just waiting. Salivating. To pounce. All right, here we go. <laughs> we have it in our power. We have it in our power to begin the world over again. I got it. It feels like Matthew McConaughey to me. I don't, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm going to go with Bane. You're saying that Bane said that. I'm saying Bane, the masked villain from The Dark Knight, heals his back in three days. You'll never let that go. Never. You will never forgive that discretion in that film. Guy put one thermocare on his broken back. back, and he's fine. <laughs> he had to. He had to limp for a little bit. He was. He looked. He seemed extra sad. <laughs> but unfortunately, Bane is incorrect. Oh wow. So Dan, is it is it neither or is it Thomas Paine who said? We have it in our power to begin the world over again. It sounds like such a Bane line, and you are a good writer. I think you wrote a Bane line, and it just wasn't Bane. So I'm going to go neither. That is very smart of you, Dan. Very, very clever thinking. And that's why the point goes to Leonard. Oh. <laughs> 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 if he can remember which one to say. <laughs> which one didn't we say, Leonard? We didn't say, we didn't say Thomas Paine. That's right, because it's Thomas Paine who said it. Well, unlike Sam Levine, Leonard seemed all too happy to take that free point. <laughs> Leonard is running away with this thing. Mark, pain, Bane, or neither? That was unnecessary. <laughs> I, I hate to repeat the question. Did you say laughter is unnecessary? I said. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. was unnecessary. <laughs> Okay, I clearly know what's happening right now. Is it you do such a good Bane impression that everything sounds like Bane would have said it? And so I am riding this horse until I fall off it. It is Bane. Show me the board! No, that's incorrect. Dad? <laughs> You're in charge now, but do you feel in charge? Uh, no, that wasn't one. That's an actual... Okay. I've never heard Bane riff with the crowd before. Oh, he'll go off. He'll go off. 
that was unnecessary. I'm pretty sure I've seen this on a BuzzFeed list of like top 35 pain quotes. So I'm going, uh, <laughs> I'm going pain. That was unnecessary. Wait, what, where, in what context? <laughs> Do you think Thomas Paine would be quoted as having had said that was unnecessary? It's a legendary quote. If you knew the, con if you read the book, which you would know. Oh, this was a trick. I, that's, uh, <laughs> uh, Leonard gets another point. <laughs> that was, uh, um, uh, that was that one was neither. Uh, it's something that I say as Bane in Lego Batman movie. So kind of a cheat there. I know it sounded like Bane's voice. Okay, Mark. Back to the idiot. This is your last chance to so just get get yourself some just a tiny piece of dignity here. You, you really, already know what my answer is really, going to be. Really, I don't I don't know, but I think I do. Uh, have no fear of perfection. You will never reach it. <laughs> have now I no want to guess fear. Thomas Paine. <laughs> now I want to guess Paine, but if it's know. Bane, I'm going to literally... <laughs> have, have no fear of perfection, Mark Ellis. Look, I have to go. You will never reach it! <laughs> it could be Bane describing like building a city. <laughs> Thomas Paine's my answer. That is incorrect! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Joe Mama from the train. <laughs> Dan! It's a very motivating speech for him to say. Would he have said it to Batman? Probably not. Maybe I kind of forget who he was speaking to for a line like that, but I'm going to go Bane. <laughs> oh, the listeners won't hear it, but there was a delightful gasp in the back of the room that was just so sweet. The suspense is killing us. Yeah. Uh, no, that's incorrect. Wow. I love that me retaining my dignity is that he didn't get it right either. Uh, yeah, that's another neither. Leonard, just say neither, yeah. <laughs> say neither. He's just, Leonard's just walking away with this because of his use of the English language. He's a real pro. Uh, that was said by Salvador Dali. Felt very bane or pain to me. Okay, Mark, this is your chance to show everybody that you didn't just come here to blather about Maverick. You didn't just come here to get rid of the fanny pack you bought and had second thoughts about. Came here to win, Doug. I came here to win and to sell tickets for tomorrow night, 8 p.m., same place. All right, here we go. Who's pain, bane, or neither? You have put me in a difficult position. <laughs> what was that reaction? I like? don't know. I don't want to. Don't investigate. There's no reason. 
for our listeners, to somebody in the crowd went, with the- Are you serious? But I would have felt the same way if that had been said to me by Bane. That's your answer? Final answer! Incorrect. <laughs> I mean, the salty twist at the end of this one, you guys are going to love. Guys and gals. Dan? Would pa- Payne wouldn't have written that? Was it, could it be overheard by Payne? Like, oh, you ordered that. I don't, I'm, I'm allergic. You put me in a difficult situation. <laughs> or is it strictly from a Payne book? I can't answer that. I bet it's from another Tom Hardy movie. <laughs> Neither. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. There uh, that line is from Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> See it four more times and maybe you'll learn something. To be fair, that's in the middle of the movie. <laughs> and I was in the bathroom every time. Up. Yes. Yeah. Do you know who says it? <sighs> Tom Cruise. Wait, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let me. You put me in a. I, I you know put me says. in a difficult position. Uh, John Hamm says it. Yeah, that's right. Cyclone. <laughs> Point for Mark. Well, congratulations, Leonard Malton. You won that game. And the, eff- the effort really shows. It, it really does. Like, you really, the way you just set your microphone aside and didn't do anything really <laughs> is, is, is the mark of a true champion, how, how relaxed you were and how ready you were to just take the win. Passivity, yes. Yeah, that's the best way to achieve your goals. And... Uh, Be sure to listen to the commercials we're about to play and and buy that stuff. (laughs) We'll be right back. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We're back! And we've got one more game to play to determine if Anthony or or the other names of the people you were playing for, Joe, Joe Mama, Anthony, and who's the third one? Jasmine! You're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. I believe that's Brandy. Oh. (laughs) That is Brandy. I also don't. I also prefer the drink brandy over the drink jasmine. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. Hot take. Because I don't think jasmine's a flavor you should drink. Or is it? I can't conjure jasmine. It, is it? I think it's a potpourri, right? Right. It's like flowers or some shit. Yeah. 
Jasmine on my mind, that's the song. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Doug Loves Movies. <laughs> the show where <laughs> I just randomly quote songs for no good reason. I was, I was quoting Brandy to Jasmine. Makes no sense. But Leonard Moulton won our last game. He has been tearing it up today. And, uh, you know, it's great to have a Comic-Con tradition back in, in full force because Leonard always wins and Mark always loses. <laughs> so it feels great. And, and I do my job, Doug. I show up, I clock in, I know what I'm supposed to do. It's just Dan you and just I flubbed your line after you <laughs> bragging about how you, you know the assignment. Speaking about Jasmine. Uh, no surprise here, Leonard gets to go first again yeah. in our next game, our final game of the evening. This will be the one that determines who wins all the stuff. And uh, in this particular game, we'll start with Leonard, and then we'll go to Dan, and then to you, Mark. Fair. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, switch the order around so, you know, Dan doesn't always have to go last. Well, and last is a good thing most of the time. Sometimes, the yeah. yeah. When, when I'm sitting to your right, it's a great thing. <laughs> yeah, it really, uh, it can go in, in any direction. Where's a good place to, where's a good place to sit, and where's, uh, you know, who, whatever. All right. <laughs> I got distracted by dropping my pen lid. I know, it's a real, it's, a, it's something every, someone else just dropped one. I swear, I just heard it's another slippery. pen lid drop. Those pen lids, man, I don't know why they, I don't know what their deal is. Uh, the game we are going to play eventually is called Filmily Feud! Dun, 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 Comic-Con edition. Oh, shit, that's right. It's Comic-Con, San Diego. We're doing it. And so all of the questions that I asked, Family Feud style, are Comic-Con related. So we'll start with you, Leonard. I'll tell you the question that I asked on Twitter, and then I'll give you the four choices I gave people to respond on the Twitter poll format. And you pick the one you think got the highest percentage. You get that number of points, the percentage points you get on your score. Then we go to Mark. He picks from the remaining three options. Then we go, I'm sorry. I thought I Dan, was Dan, you're right. Yeah. Then we go to Dan. <laughs> uh, Mark waved at me like, thank you for making me second. <laughs> you, knew, you didn't say anything. You yeah. knew he was wrong. Yeah, you the knew fact I was that wrong. I'm still on this stage after 30 minutes is impressive <laughs> to me. So it'll go to Dan. Does <laughs> it Bane? Is it Matthew McConaughey? No, you should have kicked me out 15 minutes ago. It'll go to Dan, and then it'll go, uh, the, you'll get the third pick, leaving gotcha. one thing out there as nobody picked it. Gonna nail and it. And then we'll do three rounds of this, and each round, someone, uh, you know, the next person in line gets to go first. But if we go to a tiebreaker, the, the great Leonard Malton gets to go first because he came to this game with the control. Leonard, I went on Twitter, and I asked them, what do you like the most about Comic-Con? And then the options I gave them were lines, crowds, smells, or parking. <laughs> what do you think 
people on Twitter responded to Leonard the most there of those four options? Do you think they enjoyed the lines, the crowds, the smells, or the parking? Obviously tough to choose because there are four great things <laughs> that you get to contend with here. Real people responded to this, huh? Well, I don't, you know, I don't know how many bots are following me on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it'd make it even, this response is even better if robots are the ones that, uh, are the ones that gave these answers. Well, it, w it would take artificial intelligence to take this test. So... <laughs> Which one lines. do you think? What's what? Lines. Lines? You're going lines? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go, he's going lines, everybody. Uh, what do you think, Dan? My answer would be crowd. I think that, like, crowd is, like, if you ever go to Hall H, part of the fun is the crowd. Like, that crowd is so hyped, I literally shed a tear for the Batman-Superman trailer. Yep. And so... When his eyes went, turned red at the end? Yes, and that was all part of the crowd. That was, that was why it elicited that reaction. Yeah, that Hall H is uh, it's pretty exciting when you get, get in there with everybody and they're all into you know whatever it is that's being presented. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. So you're going crowds? Yes. Okay. Dan says crowds. What do you think, uh, Mark? That leaves you with smells and parking. Yeah. Look, I was in Hall H when Tom Hiddleston, nay, Loki, came on stage. <laughs> yeah. It ceased to be Hiddleston and it was just Loki. And it was really cool being in the crowd. I waited in line a long time, but I got to tell you, Doug, a lot of smells wafting through Hall H <laughs> after a long day of hot dogs and no deodorant. I think smells was the top answer. You think the thing people like the most yes. <laughs> about being at Comic-Con is the smells. It's not just B.O. You could smell nachos. I'm sure there's, you know, there's probably a few pleasant smells that you come across. Uh, I put some Gucci Guilty on before I came here. Yeah, so you might get a whiff of that and think, oh, that was smelled pretty good. That guy's not a, your typical nerd. <laughs> but nerds in general smell better these days, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think that's you wearing a mask for the last three years. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, we should have been That's wearing masks really at Comic-Con every year. <laughs> well, it's funny how famous people that when they go to the floor of Comic-Con, they'll wear like a mask mm -hmm. of, of some kind so they can just walk around or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, now they can just, uh, you know, wear a K95 and have everybody look at them like they're an asshole. Boom. Yeah. What's your problem, dude? Do you think... I would like to see the best, the picture of the best cosplayer who still just is wearing a mask that either completely ruins their outfit or somehow makes it, e makes it even better. Like, mm. cause it would be kind of fun to see like, yeah. you know, Batman wearing a, a, a mask across his mouth. <laughs> I need the extra protection. <laughs> It'd be funny People to see. People were recognizing my mouth. <laughs> cause he does have a very distinct mouth. Well, the chin especially. The chin, yeah, yeah, yeah. the chin and the mouth. I'm gonna go with RoboCop. Very distinct lips. Yeah. Yes. RoboCop's got great lips. RoboCop is a good one. You're right. Yeah. Go the, back and watch Peter Weller. The good lips. He's not. I don't know why everybody's laughing because he is. He is. Go back and read Leonard Maltin's review. He is dead right about that. Ninety percent about the lips. All right. Here's how. Here's how this poll shook out. 
Nobody fell for the parking. Uh, <laughs> only 5% of the respondees thought parking was the best part. Uh, next, with 8% of the vote, is the lines. Ooh. Yeah. So Leonard gets eight points. Ooh. Not a great start, Leonard. Not too easy when Dan and I aren't giving them to you. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, crowds was next and uh, only managed to get 10% of... Wow. <laughs> oh, Mark just right. hit his funny bone. I can't even. Did you hit the bone? Win. Did you hit the bone? Is it stinging now? We got the. Well, oh, it's, it's really the in between the bone is when it really hurts. Yeah. I'm in an immense pain right now, but I feel the thrill of victory. Yeah, you think that would help? Like, you know, winning at the same time that you smashed your elbow. Uh, I think would, it's broken. Would, you broke your elbow. Uh, smells came in at 77% wow. of the vote. Oh, who's back in the game now, Batman? <laughs> you are way back in the game. You're way in the lead, but it's still anybody's game. Dan gets to go first on this next one. Here's the next question I posed on Twitter. Uh, James Cameron was recently quoted by one of the, uh, like, Variety or somewhere, uh, he says Avatar 2 will uh, make you shit your pants with your mouth wide open. <laughs> That's what an adult man said about his movie, his movie about the blue people on the blue planet that, that he made up in his imagination is going to make you shit your pants with your mouth wide open. <laughs> like a human centipede sort of thing? I guess. <laughs> so here's what I asked on Twitter. I reminded everybody of that terrific quote. Uh -huh. I hope the dialogue's that good in Avatar 2. Uh -huh. uh, I reminded everybody of that quote, and then I said, what else will Avatar 2 make you do? Uh -huh. And uh, so the first option is jizz in your own eyes. <laughs> the second option is kill your mail carrier. That seems extreme. Oh, here's another weird one. Vote independent. <laughs> or finally, purchase a yacht. Yeah, so I gave him some odd choices, some real conceptual stuff there. And Dan gets to go first. What do you think? Uh, jizz in your eyes? Kill your mail carrier, <laughs> vote independent, <laughs> purchase a yacht. I'm gonna go with kill your mail carrier because if that's what you say, like it really must have stuck with you that you went home, waited for that person to deliver the mail, then proceeded to kill them likely 12 hours after seeing the movie. Right, it's strange that the, the, the movie is so exciting. Yeah. I mean, I assume that's what he means by you'll shit yourself, uh, that it's an exciting movie. Well, I, I hope it doesn't mean that it's just gonna cause you physical anguish. Right. Right. And you probably shouldn't, shouldn't watch it. <laughs> I mean, that could be just the popcorn and Diet Coke mixture. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's, you know, maybe he's got a uh, big diaper in his back pocket, 
and uh, he's trying to get people to wear diapers before going to, the, to go see the Avatar movies. They're also going to be super long, too, so you're probably going to want to shit yourself regardless of how you feel about the movie. You might still be like, I could go for a shit right now. Uh, all right, so uh, <laughs> Leonard, what do you think? What, what are the remaining choices? Uh, would you uh, vote independent? Did you purchase a yacht? Buy a yacht. You make a big purchase? Yeah. Okay. Seems like a you know interesting move after an Avatar movie. Do you remember what you did after you saw the first Avatar? Uh. Gave it a gave it a so-so review. It's so long ago. You right. Know what? It has been a while. It's been a long time. I remember. It takes ten really years. That's why James Cameron hasn't made another one because it takes ten years to make shit yourself worthy entertainment. If you say so. I, I remember really, really being impressed with that movie and, and then having absolute amnesia about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It had no visually, staying power for me. Visually I, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they were blue and they plugged their tails into a thing. and <laughs> That's all I got out of it. Oh, so they were like... Uh, like uh, it's like a new fuel source. Well, it, it's like when you go to like you know an adoption day at, at like a dog place, and you just see it. You're like, ah, oh, I'm gonna plug my tail into you. That kind of thing, because they fly around on their. They have sex with their dogs on Pandora. Did you not know this? Yeah. See, I'm with Leonard. I really don't remember the, those kind of details. It was a mid-credit scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then I the just remember. I just remember them talking a lot about hard to getium. I mean, unobtainium. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really right. called unobtainium. So, yeah. Man. Unbelievable. Running out of names. So you're gonna do what, Mark? I so wanted to hear Leonard Malton say another option. <laughs> I know. I really was kind of excited about that too, but uh, he he didn't decide to say vote independent. <laughs> so that's so you can say that or uh, jizz in your own eyes. Yeah, I mean, look, it, sometimes I just go back to basics. You know, I go back to Americana. I go back to the first time I sat on my grandpa's knee and he told me about baseball and apple pie and the first time he jizzed in his own eyes. So let's do that. <laughs> I'm just thinking about if I'm looking at a Twitter poll and yeah. I see jizz in your own eyes, yeah. I'm not even looking at the second option. <laughs> Yeah, I led with a real hot one. Um, this was interesting. Weird more than interesting, I guess. Uh, purchase a yacht got the least, least amount of traction at 11% uh, of the people said that they think that Avatar 2 will make them purchase a yacht. Um, <laughs> I want to meet those 11%. Like. <laughs> They seem authentic. I mean, that's the thing about these polls. Is there's, I mean, there's some assholes voted for parking on that last one. Like, there's just, you just never know what they're going to. Those uh, were definitely bots. You never know what the bots are going to vote for. Oh, bots love parking. <laughs> bots are super into parking because they're like, they're looking forward to, to running the whole car. They, they wanna, <laughs> the robot cars are coming our way. <laughs> Uh, Kill Your Mail Carrier came in next and uh, only garnered 22% of the action. Uh, and then uh, number three was Jizz in Your Own Eyes, catching 32% of the vote. But somehow Vote Independent got the most... 
Wow. Got the most votes. It's a political commentary movie at with, its heart. With uh, 30, 33%, 33% of the people uh, decided that Avatar 2 would make them vote independent. All right, uh, Mark is still way out in the lead here, but as I said earlier, uh, anything can happen with these categories and these points. And <laughs> I just want to wait, see the I Avatar think Mark 2 gets poster. to go first on this one. Yeah. Avatar 2. Leonard Balton says it'll make you jizz in your own eyes. <laughs> Don't put words in his eyes. <laughs> I wasn't trying. Leonard Balton says you'll want to buy a yacht. Redacted. <laughs> this movie will make you want to buy a yacht. Like, what a strange way to market a film. That's something Christopher Nolan would say. It's like, the only way to see Dunkirk is on a yacht. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mark. You is he get here? To... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get to lead us off. Let's do it. Here's the question. Which Avengers character would you not want to use your toilet? <laughs> I don't know why everybody's laughing. If the Avengers came over want to use your toilet, it would be a serious question to ask yourself. Yeah. Do I really want Iron Man, Thanos, the Hulk, or Thor destroying my commode? Do I really want that? Which one, Mark? Well, clearly none of these adventurers saw Avatar 2, because if so, they would have already shit their pants. <laughs> There's a lot of great options, but I mean, look, the Hulk's incredible. He burst through purple pants. The answer's got to be Incredible Hulk. You do not want using your toilet. Okay. Right. That's your answer. Final answer. Okay. What do you think, Leonard? Thanos. Thanos is, yeah. He's so enormous. He's a giant. Just, you know, he'd crush. Yeah, it just everything. goes to make sense that he yeah. is. Yeah. He'd have boulders. <laughs> he'd leave your the bathroom man in shambles. shits boulders. Yes, yeah. it would be in shambles. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would let Thanos do whatever he wanted to. He might snap and. Well, he wouldn't have to flush because he could just, like, yeah. snap it away. You know? It's done. Yeah. <laughs> I'll snap my fingers and half of my bowel movements will be gone. <laughs> Not a great impression, but I committed to it. All right, so, so uh, that's what Mark went with the Hulk, and uh, Leonard went with Thanos. That leaves you Thor or Iron Man. I don't know if he takes the suit off first or not. I would love for both of them to use my bathroom, really. But in Iron Man 2, it's revealed that Tony Stark can pee in his suit. Therefore, by the time he gets to your bathroom, he doesn't have a lot to get out. And so, therefore, he's great to use the bathroom. I'm just going to go with Thor. I think that logic made some sense. Yeah, I was going to say that logic is what you need to apply here. <laughs> And if this is like Endgame Thor, probably got some oh, stuff to get out. Makes a big difference. Yeah, <laughs> don't even talk about Endgame Thor. Uh, okay, so you're going Thor, Dan? 
Yeah. All right. Well, as my guests often do, they dodge the uh, Iron Man option. <laughs> the lowest amount of votes went to Iron Man. Aw, he's got a trap door. Yeah, he just got he just got five percent. But then the next person only got six percent of the vote. And that person is Thor. Oh. Right? Maybe he has to leave the hammer outside. Like he doesn't take the hammer in there with him. He's got a lot of per I would let Thor use my crapper right now. I like Thor. I root for him. Take a take a crap. You need to. Do you think he takes the cape off to shit, or does he just fling it over one shoulder like one does with their tie? I mean, tie? he could wipe with it, to be honest. Like oh. It, yeah. Mm. You're telling me when he was in his Shove dark Shove it in days? the face of his enemies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about how he should have gone for the head. He's just not doing this. <laughs> Thanos. Dear, dear Thanos. 16% of the vote. That's right, no Mark. Twitter. That's yeah. right, Mark. That leaves our boy Hulk. 73% of the robots on Twitter decided. I've never seen one movie, but I've been on social media. He's the one you don't want using your... And especially, like, you know, there's that new kind of Professor Hulk that's been uh, showing up in things lately. Uh, he seems like he would, he would have good bathroom etiquette. Yeah, but even him, like, it, everybody, when you go to a number two, you're looking at your phone, and you're looking at social media, and something's angering you. Oh, very Oh, good right. Logic. Right? Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. he can walk into the bathroom, mild-mannered, hey, Dan, thanks so much for letting me use your restroom. I'll be out yeah. in two seconds. And then he sits down, and he sees something trending, you know? He, he sees some sort of MAGA thing, and he's just like, oh, God, this fucking guy's still here. And he just, it just gets... You know, then the pants start to go and the heart rate's up and we know what happens next. He shits. I'd like you to tell <laughs> <laughs> Dan's better at cutting to the chase than yeah. I, but yeah. Dan's a real storyteller. <laughs> Mark is more of an orator. But go ahead and give us your plugs, Mark. What would you like to plug? Really? Yeah, you won. Oh, hey. Wow. Yeah, I should have said so, but like that's the thing is you managed to get with smells and with the Hulk, you got the two biggest responses that anything on any of the poll questions got. So you really uh, you really ran away with that game. God. And the person who you chose was Joe Mama, Joe Mama from, the, from train. the train. Come get your stuff, Joe. Congratulations. Yeah, you can come through there or there, whichever. Enjoy that fanny pack, honey. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's more. There's more. Hang on, hang on. Got to get you everything. Got to get you your little weed magnet. All right. <laughs> fanny pack. You can, you can put all the other stuff in the fanny pack. Snow piercer. That's too big for the fanny pack, but uh, enjoy it. Congratulations, Joe. Let's hear it for Joe. All right. Now do your plugs, Mark. It's always a treat being down here at Comic-Con, but the fact that we actually have Comic-Con again after, what, three years? Thank you all for coming out to the show tonight, first of you. 
Um, I, uh, you can follow me on social media where I conduct Twitter polls occasionally, at uh, Mark Ellis Live, and uh, you can enjoy my weekly podcast called Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong, where I get to co-host with the great Jacqueline Coley from Rotten Tomatoes. So it's a fun show. We should have Doug Benson and Leonard Malton and Dan Peralt and Bane on. I will not accept. He could do Bane the whole time. Oh, my God, that'd be crazy. Uh, thanks, Mark. Thank you, Doug. Dan Peralt. Thanks, guys. Players. Yeah. Get Paramount Plus. Watch Players. Players on Paramount Plus. We've got two more episodes. Finale is next Thursday, so check that out. Um, and, yeah, just to echo what you're saying, it's, just, it's awesome to be back here. I, I, first time I saw the show was live in person, and to be here three years later is awesome. So thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you. Let's hear it for Dan, everybody. <laughs> and Leonard Malton, everybody. Such a delight that you're willing to do this with us from time to time. Oh, it's always fun. It's always well, a good time. I'm glad you have a good time. I'm, I'm glad you didn't get anything in your eyes tonight. <laughs> and uh, so... Friday afternoon, if you're at Comic-Con, go see... 4 p.m. You, you're wrong, Leonard. What's it called? You're wrong, Leonard You're Malton. wrong, Leonard Malton. That's it. You're wrong, Leonard Malton. Uh, go down there and uh, ar argue with him about his reviews. And you, I'm on all the socials, Leonard Malton, and, uh, and our weekly podcast that my daughter Jessie and I host mm -hmm. is called Malton on Movies. New episode drops every Friday. We have an hour-long conversation with all sorts of interesting people. Yeah, I even got to be on there once. Mm -hmm. We shot it in, uh, like, Pe sitting Petco in, Park. The, in Petco Park. They created this weird podcast section one year at Comic-Con. Was that the, the three years ago one, or was that no, four, that was four, four or five, five, four years, or five ago. years ago? All right, well... Uh, it's good to see you back here, and uh, you know, keep coming back. And let's thank do it you. again next year. Yeah, yeah, let's do this again next year. And of course, I'll be back here on uh, Saturday afternoon at 4:20. If uh, you'd like to, <laughs> and, uh, that's uh, it. Never gets a laugh the the 4:20 thing. I've been saying that for years, but yes, and. This show, will, this show will actually start at 4.30. I, you know, 4.20 is just a wink, you know, like, hey, hey, 4.20, because I'm busy at 4.20. You get it? So am yeah. I. I'm popping one yeah. edible. Yeah, he's back there. And, uh, yeah, and so that's, um, that's my uh, deal, is that uh, it won't necessarily be, uh, you know, I'm not going to say who the guests are going to be, but it's not going to be like a, a 4.20 kind of smoke-out kind of show. It's just going to be a normal show that starts 10 minutes after, <laughs> after I got really high at, at 4.20. Today, I didn't know what to do. I got high at 4.20, and then, and then so I had three hours of just like <laughs> sitting around feeding ducks. <laughs> Were you here doing like a tech rehearsal or anything? Did you... Give the eagle some breadcrumbs? No, that was, uh, that was just my way of saying I drove down from L.A. today. And it was a long drive, I guess. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time feeding ducks. All right. Um, thank you to American Comedy Company and to all of you for coming out. Thank you, folks.
Thank you to Eddie the Eagle. And one more time for all of my guests, Dan Perrault, Mark Ellis, Leonard Malton, and Doug Benson. Yeah, and me. And as always, since we're in San Diego, nobody's perfect. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him 